the average Joe Geek Show, the average Joe did you really play show. music in there? Huh? No. Did you? Oh, yeah, I was I'm like, just, is there I, really music playing? That's awesome. <laughs> no. <laughs> Our own theme song. No, I figured, figured for this episode, just uh, try a little something. I want to, I want to get a, get a, a opening, opening number. I'm telling e- you, either some kind of jingle or something. Like just any kind of music, just going in and out, like, and then yeah. just like you'll, you'll probably have to put something at the end. You know, we don't own the rights to blah 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 music. Yeah. You know, you, you know, but. Something like that, just like intro music or exit music. Yeah, I, I want to. I think the show just ending, just Yeah, like I need to have something. Weird. I know, I, I completely agree with that. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Average Joe Geek Show. I'm your host, Justin Neal, coming to you from the always beautiful mile-high city of Denver, Colorado. Today I have with me my friend and fellow geek and co-founder of The Average Joe Geek Show, TJ Carter. Welcome back, TJ. Welcome. Thank you, Justin, for having me again. Survived my first episode. Yeah, that's true. You know what? That uh, that episode turned out really well. That's one of my uh, of, it the, did. of the of the episodes so far that we've recorded. It's my uh, probably a second favorite. It's almost my first favorite, but the very first episode is probably my favorite because it was the Infinity War right. aftermath. But I didn't get to be part of the Infinity War, so I'm gonna say that's my favorite episode uh, because I'm a little biased because I was in it. Yeah, but the, yeah, I mean the Jurassic Park episode or the Jurassic episode was really good. So for for this episode, we are going to uh, it's it's titled the Curious Case of James Gunn. So this past week, we uh, we learned that uh, Disney had fired James Gunn over some. Uh, how old were they again? I think it was like eight year old tweets. Right? They were about. I think they said about eight year old, eight years old. Yeah. Uh, tweets that uh, James Gunn had made. Um, very tasteless. Um, and remember, these are just our opinions that we're about to state. Yeah, Doesn't yeah. mean we actually believe it. Yeah, a little bit of a disclaimer. You know, uh, We're going to get into some politics on this. And I'm not big into politics. I actually really, I, I just don't like politics. You know, Same it's here. Such, it's such a div- div- divided thing in our country right now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a libertarian anyways. So, and I have, you know, uh, liberal friends and, and conservative friends. But on the political spectrum, I think both Democrats and Republicans are idiots. So (laughs) that's where I come from. But (laughs) but now we're starting to see this backlash in the entertainment world. You know, this battle has been raging for a while, and now we're starting to see casualties. Yep. And it's not good. And James Gunn is not the first person, and he probably won't be the last person. Oh no! I I I was talking to Rochelle about this uh, not long ago. Um, I'm like, look, this isn't even the tip of the iceberg. Even James Gunn's not the tip of the iceberg. I mean, it's going to get worse. And we just learned that uh, Ryan Johnson from Last Jedi, that director, he deleted over like 20... He deleted over 20,000 tweets, probably before the mouse got to him or before Disney got to him because I'm sure Disney's just going through, just clicking off people, Uh looking at old tweets and people, uh, of people and stuff. And I think, excuse me, I think one of the points a lot of uh, people that are against this James Gunn firing... Um, are going to point out is the fact that that Marvel's cover person, Disney's cover person, their face of their quote unquote franchise, is Robert Downey Jr. And we all know what a really rocky past Robert Downey Jr. has has had. Not saying that he has any of that problems now, and he worked his butt off to bring it all back around and to be a better person, um, which he is. But I think a lot of the proponents of or uh, people, <clears throat> the people against firing James Gunn, 
are going to point out and and shoot right at Robert Downey Jr. Oh, they yeah, they've already brought that up. Well, and those who are in support of James Gunn are also saying like, hey, you know, Disney, you've you've had race a racist past too with some of your stuff, but I feel like that's that's kind of not fair for Disney in the fact that around the time that those those uh projects were made those cartoons you know like you got the racist gross from dumbo mm-hmm. you got all this other stuff like that was a different era i was where it was socially acceptable and everyone was doing it right and they've kind of grown since then yeah um i was just at disneyland this past two, a week week and a half ago and we rode splash mountain which is based off of the blacklisted movie song of the south which is not a movie you can find on dvd or vhs but it was a Disney movie, um, and it dealt with a lot of slavery issues. And as I'm going through that ride, I never really picked up on it. But if you sit back and you enjoy that ride and kind of look at the stuff around you, you're like, wow, there are a lot of metaphors in here for why this movie isn't isn't out right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I found it I found it interesting. And you're right, the crows from Dumbo. Um, that's like a big thing. That's what That's everybody goes back thing. to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Man, there's so many things that Disney, a lot of the anti-Disney people um, could really go after uh, things about Disney. You know, um, well, uh, think of uh, the Little Mermaid, you know, she's 16 years old, but she's got to find someone to marry. Or Aladdin, you know, a young girl finding somebody to marry. All of these are underage girls, you know, or the uh, Belle in Beauty and the Beast being like having Stockholm Syndrome, you know. It's weird how Disney kind of puts a Disney twist on it, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And makes it not about that, but you kind of see the underlines of, of it. But in, in the. Like, they can't escape their past. I get that. But the thing is, they've moved on from it, and they've grown from it. Right. And I think throwing that back in into the argument of, like, well, you're trying to fire James Gunn, Disney, look at your past. And it's like, yeah, that was, like, several decades ago. Like, they've moved past that a long time ago. And I'm not condemning James Gunn. You know, I've read some of his tweets, and they everyone keeps saying their jokes. And the problem with making jokes on Twitter is you can't get someone's mannerisms when they're telling a joke. You can't get their their facial expressions when telling a joke. Their vocal, uh, you know, their vocal uh, stuff, you know, from a joke. And reading these jokes, I'm just like, uh, especially a lot of them dealing with ped- pedophilia, which is a huge. You know, I just I'm one of those people that you can joke about anything, but I think pedophilia and rape. Those two things should be off the table when it comes to jokes. <clears throat> I completely agree with you. I want to make that point extremely clear before we continue in that episode. In this episode, there's nothing funny about what he joked about on Twitter. Um, the age of social media, everything you say is scrutinized. Everything mm-hmm. you say is put under a black light. Look at we have a president who tweets out constantly, and whether you're on his side or you're against him. Everyone is breaking down his tweets about every little word. So, especially if you're in Hollywood, where you're noticed a lot, where you get a lot of attention at, you need to be careful what you say on social media. You know. Um, well, and to make sure you don't have past, yeah, exactly. You don't have skeletons in your own closet. 
Yeah, your now, past will come up to bite you right in the ass. I mean, that's that's the best way to put it. Um, well, that's what happened with James Gunn. I mean, he started. You know, he's very much anti-Trump. A lot of a lot of people in Hollywood are. Right. I'm in no way a Trump supporter or whatever. I, I stay out of it. I'm just like whatever. You know, he's. I will give him credit where it's due when it comes to like the economy and you know some of the stuff that he has gotten right. But as far as the things he's said has been just you know has been worse than James Gunn. But at the same time, it's like. You know what are you gonna do about it? Right, and here's here's see here's where we gotta watch our sidebars because here's where it gets politically tricky. Yeah, <laughs> it really we does. We don't want to yeah. say too much. You know, um, I'm not a fan of Trump. Didn't vote for him, uh, but I also wasn't a fan of Hillary at the same time. It was a very difficult election for a lot of people. Right. You know, it it, it went way farther than choosing between a turd sandwich and a giant douche. I mean, <laughs> went way past that. Uh, it, but for the most part, you know, and a lot of these political activists in Hollywood, these actors, writers, directors, or whatever, they need to understand once you start attacking, you know, a certain political figure on an, on a public forum like Twitter, you're putting you're putting a, a target on their back. Yep. They're going to come. There are ask, people ask on the Kathy, other side that are going to come after you. Ask Kathy Griffin how her career is going right now. Oh, it's bad. But but and again, she did some very tasteless shit. Right. You know, everyone's yeah. That 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 uh, photo Whether, she took with exactly. the, you know Trump's severed head. If someone did that with Obama, oh my God, they they would be in prison right now. They would. And and here's where that line is. That line's right there. Is you don't joke about assassinating the president, even if you're joking about it. There's no jokes that need to be made about that. That's that's a subject that shouldn't even be joked about. Yeah. Um. And again, going back to James Gunn. Um, rape is something you don't joke about. Pedophilia is something you don't joke about. Um, you don't joke about these things because there's such hot button issues. Um, with what's going on in the world right now, that you can't even make a joke about them. There's no room to joke about them, and they don't deserve. They're not topics that deserve to be joked about. If you want to yeah, make exactly. fun of the president for his hairstyle. You want to make fun of the president for something he says, you can do that. Don't say or joke. I'm using air quotes that people can't see right now. I don't know why. <laughs> but <clears throat> don't joke about assassinating the president. Don't joke about pedophilia. Don't joke about rape. There's not topics that you – those aren't topics that you joke about. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like Trump has already been condemned and I condemn him for the you know grabbing by the pussy. Uh, you know, comment that he made, whether it was locker room talk or not, it's it's completely unacceptable. Right, and he should be held to the same standard. And James Gunn should be, I think, should be held to the same standards as that too. It's like whether it was a joke or not, it was a very tasteless joke. And the problem with social media, especially like Twitter, you can't. It can be taken out of context because a lot of the comments I I'm reading that people people are talking about on this subject, who are who are you know fighting for James Gunn and who are who are in support of what Disney did it's like look you know it, and, it's a very difficult subject but at the same time it's like I like James Gunn's work he did an amazing job on Guardians of the Galaxy he, we really need him to be at the helm for the third one so he can wrap up this trilogy of the Guardians because I don't know who they would be able to bring in so I have I have a up. couple ideas so I don't know if you want to go on to that subject 
like right now and just skip over this the rest of this topic but well um, no, no go ahead and continue with it i mean oh boy what james gunn did for guardians and guardians 2 was awesome um, they were great movies. There's no doubt about that. Guardians is, by some people, considered the best Marvel movie out there. The first, the first Guardians. Um, he made that movie great. He made a talking raccoon and a stick relevant. Uh, he brought characters that we didn't know anything about, and he turned them into relevant characters. So, having said that, can the series survive without him? Yeah, because you still have the same cast. Um, but what if those what, what if those cast members start dropping out? Because they're very much from from what I've seen, every almost all of them, if not all of them, are in support of James Gunn. I so haven't what heard. If, what if they I've just be like, Batista I'm, I'm walking said, away? Uh, following uh, wrestling so closely, I have had a chance to see what Batista said because his words are all over the internet. Um, I haven't had a chance to see if Chris Pratt has said anything. He quoted a passage from the Bible. Uh, he was very... And see, that's tricky, too. He wasn't too. very direct with it. He was just kind of subtle. That's, that's tricky, too. Because yeah. now, you know, you don't want... Oh, it's it's a tricky slope that James Gunn put himself in. I well, mean, and this is what I don't understand. This was eight years ago. You would think once you, once you, you know, reach the, the peak of your career, which I think he did at that point, once you become the director of a major blockbuster film, you, start you would go back, yeah, you would go back to your social media and be like, okay, it's time to clean this up. Especially since Disney already knew about his, his past stuff. Right. That's the thing that's a lot of people have been saying, like, this is bullshit. Like, Disney already knew about his past. He's already apologized for it. Now, I mean, Disney has a history, <clears throat> if you want to look at some of their... Some of their young talents. You look at the Miley Cyruses of the world. You know, you see what you saw. What happened to Miley Cyrus, the clean-cut all-American girl in Hannah Montana, and you've seen what she turned into. You know, yeah, she's trying to make her life right now, and and good for her. Yeah, she. Yeah, but she, look she at had a, little uh, bit a of perfect that. example. Just this past week, of the week that we're recording this, Demi Lovato got rushed to the hospital for a heroin overdose. Demi Lovato was a huge name in in the Disney world. Really, um, I did not hear that. For heroin overdose. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, that was big. Um, not that I'm a fan, but I, I heard nothing about that. Yeah. Uh, wow. It's just like these people from Disney. Disney doesn't hire the cleanest people in the world. I mean, yeah, they launched their careers with Britney Spears, which you know we all know what happened to her eventually. She would go crazy and then come back from that crazy edge. Um, yeah. But Disney also owns ABC, and let's not forget. Just recently, Disney fired Roseanne over comments that she made when she joked about another topic that shouldn't be joked about. Yeah. When she joked about racism. That's another one of those topics that shouldn't be joked about. And yeah, Roseanne said she was on Ambien and blah, 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 blah. Roseanne's been a controversial comedian since day one. Um, and her show was great. I love the reboot of that show. But she made the comments... I, I'm not and saying she paid the price for she it. She paid the price for it exactly. Yeah, I think there would have been a double standard had they not gotten rid of James Gunn for you know the things he right. said in his past. And like I said, if this was such a big issue, why didn't he delete those? You know, a long time ago. Yeah, when even Guardians said, came out, like even if he said he was career. just, even if he said he was just joking about him, which again, it's not something you joke about. This topic shouldn't be 
choked about. Um, well, and you're you're the father of three kids. Yeah, I eventually want to have kids. I don't have any kids right now, but you know, that's I, a I love example. kids. There's no in the you know in, as a as a parent. Yeah, you take these things. You know, you kind of look at it from a different with different goggles on. Um, yeah, from the pedof- fact that pedophilia is a I don't want problem. my kids looking up to that director because he said this, and yeah, it was in his past, but it to, to me it doesn't matter. You don't say stuff like that, you know, because and and that I've am not a violent person, and I have not a violent tendency in my body, but if you mess with my kids or you even touch them, you know, and you're over the age of eighteen and you shouldn't be touching my kids, you're gonna meet. You're gonna meet the maker. Uh, that's that's all I gotta say about that. I mean, yeah. I don't know how else to put it. I, I will go violent on you, and you'll see a side of me that no one wants to see, because these are kids. They're, these they're are kids, kids exactly. And this isn't even. I find it strange that this is even a topic that we have to cover. Like, and I get that it's Hollywood and it's today and stuff. But well, Hollywood has it, has its own pedophilia problem for so. Exactly. Damn long ago. Look at, I mean, look at look Corey at Kevin Feldman. Spacen. Yeah, Kevin Spacey, Corey Feldman. Um, man, Corey Feldman was a victim of it for years. For years. Him and Corey Haim. And yeah. it, there are there are even more out there that are coming forward with with a lot of this stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Hollywood has a pedophilia problem. They do, and, and that's where I'm like, you know, it, and I understand, he, you know, James Gunn was just joking at the time, but if you look at the tweets, it's like. Was this a joke or was this a statement? <laughs> because right. it's really hard. Again, it could be misconstrued as, or you know what I mean? As it could be, very well could be. And um, I think the problem here is, if you come out and you support James Gunn and you say, "Well, he was just joking about this stuff," and say he does get rehired by Disney. And Disney says, oh, okay, well, maybe he was just joking and this was a rash decision. And he gets rehired on. This is all hypothetical. Mm -hmm. I don't intend on any of this happening. But say he gets hired back on and you were one of those people that supported him. Now say down the line, like three, four years down the line, say we find out something about him where this case really happened, where he really did commit such an act. In the hypothetical. It's going to be in the hypothetical. Yeah, I'm not saying he did completely hypothetical. Um, it's going to be a dark day, and you're going to, you know, are you going to still have his back then? You know, you're not, because the simple answer is no. Because you back that person then, after that, you're like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, exactly. A perfect example of that, look at, man, I hate even saying his name. Look at Jared from Subway. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had $5 footlongs because of that guy. Yeah. And come to find out, he Subway was one of the biggest creeps yeah. ever. Yeah, and Subway and hasn't been the same. he's getting his in prison right now. And, uh, yeah, it's not good for him. No, no, but, no. Uh, but, I mean, you don't know about people, and that's the thing. Overall, do I think Guardians can survive without James Gunn? Yeah, I think it will. Uh, to your point about the actors leaving, I don't think the actors are going to leave. I think they want a paycheck, and Disney's going to pay them. And Marvel's gonna pay him. Disney's gonna pay him. Whoever's gonna pay him, they're gonna get paid, and they want a paycheck. So I think Guardians will be just fine. My biggest, my suggestion since all this came down, and I'm just throwing this name out here, why not have J.J. Abrams do it? He's so wrapped up in Star Wars right now. But I think he can find the time to at least help with it. 
Well, there's been talk that uh, a good replacement would be the director who did Thor Ragnarok. Yep. That's the, his name's been I, thrown around out there. I can't, I can't remember his name. His name. Name. <laughs> um, he would be awesome too because he made Thor Ragnarok, which was kind of a space story like Guardians. He turned that into a really fun movie. He turned Thor into a fun movie for me. Uh, the first two Thors weren't super fun for me. And I didn't I mind the first two Thors. Actually, I, I kind of had more problems with this uh, w- with Ragnarok than I did any really? of the other two. Really, I enjoyed two. Ragnarok. I loved only Thor. only because Thor was the man. Only because you know Rock. it was it, it's Thor Ragnarok, and they made it a very lighthearted movie about the end of the Asgardian world. Right. I mean, the, you know, you're talking about you know the apocalypse of of Norse mythology, and you're off having a you know buddy space movie you know right. i think they just did too much with it and they, they they took the focus on the planet hulk aspect in a in a way from what was going on on asgard yeah i just i i thought i i kind of wanted it to be a little darker or just as dark as thor the dark world you know a lot of people had yeah. problems with thor the dark world because it was too dark Okay, um, but I mean, we're dealing with some very dark issues here. I mean, we had, you know, the, what was it, the second Infinity Stone that was yep. uh, brought up in that one, mm-hmm. and now you're dealing with the death of the, uh, you know, the Asgardian the homeworld. Stone, yep. So, Ooh, that is a that's that's a tricky one. We'll have to discuss that another day. Yeah, that, that's for another <laughs> thing. But back to the James Gunn stuff. You know, it's I these, think, these I think actors have these actors, writers, directors, comedians. They've got to be careful because it's ruined careers. I mean, the conservatives are fighting back. Those who are pro Trump are going to dig through your past and they're going to find your unsavory skeletons and they're going to hold you accountable. But see, I don't think it's and. Uh, and we have a PC culture now that is very. There's no tolerance with it, right? With any of it. And there shouldn't be any tolerance with the the topics this, that James Gunn's talking well, about. Well, yeah, with pedophilia and rape and stuff, I I agree with that. Now, when it comes to like, you know, white, black, Asian, Hispanic jokes, you know, where where it covers everybody, right? You know, those kind of jokes. Even even in even in today's society, it's it's like, oh, you can't do that. Man, I'm going to come off sounding really conservative for this statement, and I don't want to, because I'm not. Um, I don't think it's just the liberal people that are digging up, or the conservative people that are digging up past. I think the liberal people, take Roseanne. Liberals have been doing it for a, for a while, too. But, exactly. th- but that's why I'm saying so the see, conservatives no are... Everyone's to blame. You know, uh, That's the thing with politics. Uh, everyone is to blame for everything. You know, you're never going to have a right answer. Um, I guess it's uh, it's really tricky because everyone's going to dig up something. If you're famous, if you become famous, shoot, if we become famous someday, I got to make sure my past is clean. Yeah, <laughs> it is. By the way, just clearing that up right now on on air. Well, so the <laughs> radical left is I would I would call them. You know, the far left uh, people are the ones <laughs> who have been starting this. You know have been doing this tactic for a while now and now the conservatives are starting to do it and it's like look this is a war that's going on personally i'm like look you're an entertainer entertain like yes right. you're allowed your your uh, um, you know your personal public opinions on things i'm not saying you don't but to realize once you enter into that arena you have a target on your back mm-hmm. and i don't and think james gunn fully understood that and it doesn't stop at just entertainment um Lately, the past two years, you've seen how much politics has come into sports. 
No, God, yes. I watch I sports to get away from the world. I watch movies to get away from the world. I don't read, need to see real-life yeah. politics being brought into things that I watch to get away from things like that. And this is something I've been wanting to talk about, too. And and Rochelle disagrees with me on this. You know, when it comes to entertainment, I if I wanted to sit there and, talk, and listen to politics every day of my life, I would just sit in front of the, the cable news networks and get, get lectured to about it. Yep. But when I go to a movie or watch a TV show or read a comic book, I want to be entertained. Can we just leave some of the politics out of it? Like, what I liked about, unless it's like, you know, fictional politics, like what we had with uh, Captain America Civil War. You know, that that was political, made up political stuff for that universe. And it works. And I'm totally agreeable on that. And you can take real world issues and spin it in a more... In a way that that that, way. that that yeah that deals with with that world or you know with that genre, you know Star, uh, Star Trek is great for that yep. bringing up social issues but putting Star it into Wars that is, universe. Star Wars is super political. Yeah, the whole first three movies, episodes one, two, and three, are all politics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, th- there's tons of things out there that's all politics. Movies, TV shows, but they're all fake politics. Yeah. When you bring the real politics into something, yes, it's real life, and yes, I understand they're important issues. I'm not saying that none of these issues aren't important. They're extremely important, and they're issues that we all need to deal with someday. But the only way you're going to reach people and to bring about that message is to not be so in your face with it is part of the problem. Right. You know, because we were starting to see that with Han Solo, with the Han so- with the Solo movie. You had the 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 robot equal. You know, the robot who was all about robot. Um, I can't remember her name. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, Lando's I still Lando's seen little it yet, robot but you're girlfriend. Me laugh like I don't know if I want to see it. Uh, well, it was it was one of the things that turned me off from the movie and the fact. And spoiler alert, because she just goes all like she's she, she's a robot version of you know the the PC culture right now. <laughs> robot equality is basically what it was, and I'm just like, oh Jesus Christ, here we go, really, like. You this know, is Star Wars. You can look at. <laughs> did we you, really you, need we're, that? We're talking about James Gunn right now, right? Yeah. You can say I had a friend at work. Um, a shout out to him listening right now, uh, ALB, who's helped us a lot with the ideas for this show. He told me he was rewatching Guardians Volume Two, um, the Sovereign, the Golden People that made yeah. Adam Warlock at the end of the movie. Um, he said that they are very parallel. You could almost consider them being a metaphorical version of uh, SJWs, of social justice warriors, offended by everything. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Easily offended, you know. That's right. Even he did Rocket that says text, the yeah. line, you know, Rocket says the line, they told me you guys were conceited douches, but I didn't believe them. And then blinks, you know. <laughs> yeah. But you can make a parallel there, and that's a James Gunn movie, and you're kind of like, wow, what was he trying to say, you know? Yes, every movie is going to have an underlying political tone. Um, but it depends on the subtlety of it. I mean, if it's right. just blatant right in your face, you know, if you can tone it down a bit to fit into the narrative of the story that you're telling, that is, I think, more, in my opinion, more acceptable. I can tolerate that. Right. But when it's just like taking something ripped directly from the real world and just copied and pasted into this fictional world, it's like, really? Really, uh, I'm trying to fucking be entertained. The most here. notable comic book movie that had a political, a real life political stand to it, 
was the Black Panther. And we all know what the political That's another thing, too, there. yeah. I enjoyed Black Panther, don't get me wrong. And it was a there, great movie. But again, you're bringing, you're bringing in the social justice stuff that I'm just like, come on. This is a superhero a movie. movie. Do we it really need, need this? Seen in a movie. We didn't get that with any of the Blade movies, and he was a black superhero. Right. Blank man. Yeah. It's like, can't we just not move? Can we just move on from this and just right. have a comic like entertainment? What happened to entertainment? It's, it's become political entertainment, and I'm getting sick of the, it. It's the era that we live in, unfortunately. <laughs> it's bad, and that's where I'm just like, look. Again, I'm going to reiterate this. You know, uh, we're going to start seeing more and more celebrities fall by their own acts. That's true. Think of how many shows. It, it's a war out there right now. House of Cards, one of Netflix's greatest shows, one of Netflix's best shows, um, was canceled this past season. Why? Because Kevin Spacey screwed up from the past. Which sucks because I, you know, as an actor, I, I, I genu- genuinely liked Kevin and Spacey. still like Kevin Spacey for his work. As a person? Maybe not as a person with his past coming out, the things that he's done and said and so on and so forth, you know, are abhorrent. But at the same time, it's like, God, I, you know, he 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 was such a creepy villain in Seven, and um, you know, I liked K-Pax. Right, Tim House Allen, of Cards. You Tim know, Allen is another example. His show got canceled off of ABC because he made one tweet supporting the president. So see, it comes from both ends. That's what I was talking about. This is the example of it coming from the other end. Coming back on Fox, though. Yeah, Fox it is coming it back. back. It is coming back to Fox. So his show is coming back to Fox, which is he's good. He's very much a but conservative. But he's been an outspoken comedian yeah. about politics and stuff. Because because he's 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 an underdog in Hollywood being a conservative. There are right. like Vince Vaughn is is conservative. Yeah, they're not they're not popular people in Hollywood. You're not on the it circuit if you are a conservative in Hollywood. But you know, I never and that's really... the problem with Hollywood. Hollywood's gotten too political too. Hollywood used to be fun. Late night TV shows used to be fun, but as one of my friends say, you can tell that they're very liberal now, and they're very just bashing the conservative, uh, bashing Republicans, bashing the president kind of things. You don't see it from the other side. No, you don't. It's, it's outweighed. Don't, no. uh, so Hollywood's become very, very political. Well, in in so as an example of like with Tim Allen and stuff like I don't remember Home Improvement you know I remember growing up watching Home Improvement I love that show growing up I don't remember it being as political as what Last Man Standing is like Last it Man Standing it's it very much in your face Last Man Standing like, is more but Last Man Standing is made more for this era yeah back in that era yeah. yeah we had a president who was sleeping with interns and we had a war going on in Iraq and we had problems of our own going on when, when Home Improvement was on TV but this era is more s- social media active, more in your face, more 24-hour news is on. You, you can look on your phone and find something going on in the world right now. Yeah. And so I think that's why that show maybe took more of a political stance to it. Yeah, exactly. And he also wrote the show too. So Yeah. He got to put his ide- his views into it. Can we just go back to that though of just again just entertainment no, being entertainment? No, we can't. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, we've crossed the line in time to where it won't ever be like that again. Um, I was talking with Matt um, off air. I think we were talking over at work one day, and we were talking about shows that were ahead of their time, shows when we were kids that were ahead of their time, shows like uh, Ren and Stimpy or Rocco's Modern Life, 
Those and, were ahead and, of their time. Yeah. They couldn't survive today because someone would find something... Excuse me. Someone would find something offensive about that television show, about one episode, and it would totally throw the whole show. Oh, the sexual in- innuendos in those yeah. shows? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, you can't make those innuendos. Oh, no, you can't. No. You know, Ren no. and Stimpy did and, a great job. In all then. honesty, it's probably a good thing. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think... You know, again, I don't have kids right now, but, you know, looking back on, like, Ren and Stimpy and Rocco's Modern Life and stuff, they were good back then, but in today's environment, it's like, did we, do we really need that? They don't survive. It, but you have no. shows like Family Guy. You have shows... Yeah, Family Guy. And Family Guy will insult everybody. American Dad. That's what I love about Family Guy. Family Guy will insult everybody. Yes, Seth MacFarlane is a extreme liberal point of view well and i love seth mcfarlane i'm not bashing seth mcfarlane here and he comes through in brian's character who's very liberal but he will bash both sides of the fence well there you was know, that one not afraid to there was the rush limbaugh episode with brian meets rush limbaugh yeah. and turned conservative exactly exactly bill maher bill maher was on it uh on one episode too uh from from the hbo show he did an episode where he met brian and so, it's very uh, it's very interesting how that show can can bash both sides, you know, and people can still laugh about it. I love laughing at it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I, we just live in an era today where shows like that they won't survive. They can't survive. They can't survive forever. Well, and speaking of Family Guy, so a lot of the comments I'm seeing online with James Gunn is a lot of people going, "Well, if if you're condemning James Gunn for what he says, you have to condemn." Uh, Seth, Mc, Seth MacFarlane, Family Guy for, totally for different uh, company. Herbert. He survived Herbert on Fox. Per, yeah. Seth MacFarlane surviving on Fox. If anybody knows anything about politics, the fact that Seth MacFarlane, who he is, is surviving on Fox is amazing. <laughs> but, uh, but what would you say about the, the argument about, you know, uh, Herbert the, oh. the pedophile in the show? Because that's what a lot of people are saying. God. They're like, if you're condemning James Gunn, then I you guess... can't sit there and say that you like Family Guy and you support Family Guy because you have a character that is very much a pedophile. Man. And it's not even hidden. It's like that's, blatantly in your face. Here's that, here's that slippery slope I was telling you that we, I could, know. That we could go down. Um, yeah, but you don't... He's not a main character. He's not on every episode. His moments in the show aren't totally memorable. Some of them are. I'm trying to think of... I've watched Family Guy since day one. And the restart of day one. And the other restart of day one. <laughs> Every time that Fox canceled it and brought it back. And brought I've it back, yeah. been with Family Guy since day one. But I'm trying to think of a Herbert moment where you could... That's super memorable that sticks in your head. And none really stick in my head as him being a background character. And yes, we know there's the thing that he has for Chris on the show and uh yeah <laughs> there's nothing again nothing funny about it but think about this south park also remember south park did an episode with the namba with the nambla yeah nambla, nambla yeah, yeah or nambla. whatever it was north yeah. american man man boy love association look nambla, at trey and yeah. trey and matt um from colorado hometown writers they've they've come out saying that because people have asked them and they this was recently too they're like yeah we're conservative Right. I, I don't know if they said that just to piss people off because they're good at that. 
Right. They're, but you couldn't just tell from the show, though, which is funny because you couldn't tell from South Park. Like, yeah. Because South Park's a very liberal show. Um, um, well, no, they, they again, that's the great thing about South Park that I enjoy is that they're very much, everything's fair game. They attack everything. They, they attack the liberals, too. But here, uh, here's the thing with, with Family Guy and with South Park, and this is probably going to make me sound like a hypocrite because I said these are subjects you don't joke about. But these are also cartoons. They're not real people. If, 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 if Family Guy was a live-action show and there was really an old guy who was like that and he was really going after someone like Chris, that would be creepy. And that would probably be totally unacceptable. But it's a cartoon. Political cartoons, editorial cartoons, you used to find them in papers. You can still find them online. There's, there's stuff about them everywhere. So I think maybe that's where the line is. And it's not much of a line, but it's a line. To where it's an acted out joke instead of just a right. verbally it, expressed joke. Right. It's an acted out joke. It's a voice. It's a voiceover. It's not... It's not a real... Where you, you can know. tell it's a joke. They're, they're yeah. poking fun at the whole thing. Exactly. Which, again, I still think is kind of... T- I, I was never a fan of the Herbert character anyways. In, in I, I'm not guy. either, but I mean... I always thought it was kind of weird. Like, like I said, ugh. I can't think of anything memorable that he was... A memorable scene or a memorable moment that sticks out in Family Guy history. As him being a background character. Um, I know that when they did the Star Wars spoof, he was Obi-Wan. And there were a ton of bad... Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. There were a ton of <laughs> jokes in there. Zima Soup. Um, there there was... Oh, this is going to make me sound like a hypocrite because I even laughed at that. But, but again, it's a cartoon. It's not real life. This is a real person. James Gunn is a real person. He tweeted out these real words. He, in sound state of mind went on to a computer and wrote these words out. Yes, it was eight years ago. Yes, he said he's changed. Yeah, he said they were jokes. But again, it's not something you joke about. But I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, in the end, I think it's it's a very unfortunate situation. You know, it's, uh, again, because I, I enjoy his work. Um, I don't agree with, you know, a lot of the things that he's said on Twitter and a lot of his personal views. And, and again, I don't want to truly hold him. Nah, not really truly hold him, but uh, hold, hold his past against him. Because, if you know, if it is true, he has come out and apologized for it and stuff. Again, I just don't know why he didn't go back and just tweet all this shit. If this was a, if Disney knew about it, if this was a thing from back in 2012, why didn't you just go back, clean out your history, and just start over? He should have done that. Why he didn't do it is beyond me. Yeah. Um, you just don't get it. It's like, come on, man. People are going to take this shit out of context, and that's exactly what happened. It is. He was. He's a great director. Um, professionally, he seems like he does... Well, it's not he seems. He does. He does great movies. Professionally... As a, as a professional, as a person, you get tweets out like that, and it kind of makes you look like a douchebag, and that's the way Hollywood's gonna paint you. You know, Disney, Disney is a brand. Disney is a worldwide brand. Disney is growing. You know, with the Fox stuff that we'll talk about soon. Disney is a money maker, and they don't want a they don't want a scoff on that 
on that reputation, on that quote unquote golden mouse. No, no, because um, they are trying to re, re, you know, rebrand themselves and what they were several decades ago during right. you know their questionable history with some of the racist yeah. stuff they've done. Exactly. You know, they're trying so to think, move James away Gunn, from that. James Gunn happened to be an unfortunate victim. Yeah, he My is. My opinion, and you know, I'm not a Hollywood insider, and I'm not an expert, and I never claim to be. Guardians is going to be just fine. The Marvel Universe is going to be just fine. Oh, yeah. Losing James Gunn is going to suck. There's no doubt about that. But at the same time, you understand why Disney did this. At least I do. And I hope a lot of people do, too. James Gunn joked about things that you don't joke about. So I'm not worried about the future of Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll still watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. I'll still watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I'm not going to think anything less of those movies. They were still good movies. But with the next, with the upcoming one, I, I'm not worried about it. Because even movies movies through time have lost a writer or lost a director. And they've been just fine. Deadpool 2 had a huge problem with keeping the director from the first movie. And Deadpool 2 was just fine. I mean, it to me, it, it didn't lose a step from the first one. So I couldn't really tell the difference. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not concerned. I'm not too concerned about Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Guardians as a whole will be just fine. Well, I hope you're right on that. Uh, I think so too, but I'm still just kind of disappointed that we're not going to get, you know, a third James Gunn Guardians of the Galaxy to kind of wrap up his, you know, what I would call the, the James Gunn Guardians trilogy. Right. Whether or not they were planning on doing a fourth or fifth with him, you know, there was plans to bring him back for a third and to kind of see, you know, how he was going to wrap up what he had started with the first movie. It's kind of disappointing. Maybe and they hopefully, get the, maybe they get the Russo brothers to do it. How come no one's throwing their name out there? I don't know. To be honest with you, I, I'm not. I'm not a. Maybe they're just trying to find a director who is aesthetically similar to him, where the guy from who did Thor Ragnarok, like, right. you look at the aesthetics of that, and it's like, that, that was a pretty, almost kind of like a copycat of, of Guardians of the Galaxy, but with Thor and Hulk. Yep. So, and that might be just just enough to, to, to get us by with the, you know, yeah. the third one to wrap up the Guardians. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what, uh, who they hire and, and what happens and stuff. But. And hey, I'm not going to speculate, you know, too much, but it could end up being that the back the fan backlash against Disney is so strong that they'll Disney will end up changing their minds and bringing him back. It could happen. Stranger things have happened. So it, I mean, you're you're completely right. Stranger things have happened. Um, but I mean, it it'll be interesting. It's a difficult thing. It's a difficult process. Obviously, some time has got to pass. Yeah. Before we can even, you know, before Disney Talk can even contemplate yeah. doing that. Right. You know, this is a wound that has to start healing a little bit before they're like, oh, yeah, well, we've changed our minds. So sorry, James and fans. Right. Uh, we're going to bring him back to, to finish this. And then, you know. It'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah. But in the meantime, it's like these actors and, you know, these, these entertainers, no matter what you are, musician, Writer, director, actor, comedian, whatever, you got to be careful. You have to be careful because on, on social media, it's all-out war. It's a political war, yep. and there are no clear-cut winners, man. Every, people are starting to turn into victims You're on right. the left and the right. Yep. Whether, they, whether or not they deserve it is completely up to 
you know, everyone's personal opinions. But, you know, it, it, it's sad, you know. It, he's a... He's, you know, he's an unfortunate casualty in all this, which kind of sucks. Yep. The the court of public opinion has spoken, basically, about James Gunn. And it's not f- ruling right now in favor of him. Well, I don't know. I, I think the court of public opinion is kind of split. It is. It's in a, all it's honesty. A very, it's a very 50-50 split. You know, reading, you know, reading these articles about the topic and, and or, or reading the comments on the articles that, this, that are covering this topic, you're just seeing people who are very much... You know, there are, you either got the pro gun or the pro Disney, yep. pro Disney decision, where it's like, yeah, what he talked about was not funny. He needed to go, and there are people like, well, he's already apologized for it. Disney knew about this. Why are they choosing now to get rid of him? And and that's so. that's a job for the higher ups and the execs in Hollywood to do, not us. And whatever they decide, we'll roll with. People will roll with, and people may not be happy, and people may not go see Guardians three, and that's. That's their prerogative if they choose not to go see Guardians 3 or if they want to make a statement to Disney and say, well, we're not going to see Infinity War, you know, part the second part of Infinity War, which is a lie because everyone's going to go see that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's not going to work. But that's just just our opinion, just my opinion personally. Well, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the Average Joe Geek Show. Uh, we didn't quite hit an hour on this one, but uh, I don't think there's a whole lot more to cover on nope. on it, unfortunately. Or Actually, I think that's probably fortunate. Right, yeah. We don't want to <laughs> go too far down the rabbit hole, like I said. No, <laughs> no. I really didn't want to in- interject politics into the show just yet, but you know, with what happened with James Gunn and the whole situation is very politically motivated. It was a hit piece on him. Or it, it was a political hit job. Yep. Which, you know, it's sad, but again, you know, this is this is the world we live in now, which is why I stay off Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I refrain from, even on my, my, my personal Facebook page, I refrain from, you know, making political comments and just entering into that talk. Because yeah, you don't want to. You, it's, it's a tricky slope. You know, you get it's, into those arguments. it's a very heated, passionate thing right now. I and watched friends not become, stop being friends because of the past election. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So. Or it's not good. <laughs> that's, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and hopefully we don't lose any, any listeners to, right, into yeah. this. Because again, like I said. Just I'm, opinions, just opinions. I'm very split with what happened with James. It sucks. You know the the movie fan in me hates seeing him go, but at the same time, you know, having strong morals and ethics, it's like, eh, dude, you, you you dug your grave, now you got a lie yep. in it, kind of thing. That's true. So you reap what sucks. you sow. You really do, and you know, even though it was how many years old, but and again, it's just the tip of the iceberg. There's gonna yep. be more and more casualties, which sucks. But anyways. Well, thank you for for tuning into this episode of the Average Joe Geek Show, TJ. Thank you for for coming. Not back a problem at all. Glad I could be here for this one. And be sure to follow us on uh, our Facebook page and and Instagram. Uh, I'm starting to get back into Twitter just a little bit with the just for the Average Joe Geek Show. So I'm not gonna get <laughs> I'm not gonna do what James Gunn did, but uh, yeah, like us, follow us. Listen to us. We're, we're on, on. We're on all the major Spotify podcasts. Spotify now. So, but I mean, if you're, already, I guess this is kind of, kind of, uh, 
kind of pointless now because if you're listening to this, you already know yeah, where you, we're at. You already know where but we're spread at. spread the word. Listening to us. So tell your friends to listen to us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So until next time. Don't cross the streams. <laughs>